0: All right, what's up guys? (laughs) Did not start this off well. (laughs) Hi me, we're recording right now. You
1: You ready for this? Yeah.
0: Welcome to episode of the Disciple Me Now podcast. What's up, everybody? we been doing this three weeks already. Crazy. I hope that you have been enjoying the content. Jackson Sandifer here.
1: Nathan Ritchie. And then
0: behind the camera as always, Jaime Jaime Sanchez. Sanchez. He makes the magic happen. So thank you so much for those of you who have been listening. Um, If you have been enjoying the content, man, share it, tell people about it. And we are just trying to help other leaders disciple people well. So we have a really awesome, And fun and very practical um, episode today. We're titling it Starting Well. All right. So I I got
1: a story for you guys about starting well. I I love stories. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to take you back to young Nathan (laughs) in college. Okay. Now, I was a, a young Bible major, but in effort to. Be able to have other skills. Okay. I decided to add a teaching minor. That sounds like you. Yeah. You're a good teacher. Well, thank so. you. So now, it, it, one of my first classes in my teaching minor.
0: You must have paid attention to these classes because okay. you're good at teaching. Go well, ahead. Well, go, we'll go, thank go.
1: You. Sounds like you already know the story. Well, okay. I, I showed up to this class. <laughs> this class, first day of the class, I was motivated. I was locked in. I wanted to do well in this teaching minor because. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be able to to actually be able to, to teach students well, right? Yeah, yeah, I wanted yeah. to be able to take advantage of this. My my girlfriend at the time, mm. now wife. Come on. My girlfriend, on. she was a teaching major. And Ooh. so I was like wanted to to be top of the top at this, right? <laughs> Impress her. Okay. Show up to this class. Sit in the very front row. Mm. Right in front of the teacher. As close as I am to you. Like two feet. Two feet away. Two feet. I was I was locked in, you were ready, ready to go. You ready to your, kill it.
0: You had your, um,
1: got my notes right in front of me. Your blank uh, pieces of paper, ready to take clear notes. Clear sheet protectors yep. in your binder. Got my pencil protector. Come on. Now, this teacher, <laughs> mind you, this teacher was. Eh, she's probably getting close to retirement. I don't know if she's retired now. She's she's pretty old. Oh my god. <laughs> she, her voice, her Hopefully. voice was. Let's just call it boring. <laughs> <laughs> she's first day of the class. She's going over the syllabus. Ugh. Okay? Syllabus Not the days. most exciting thing. Now, just at the point where she's talking about how she hates students falling asleep in class, <laughs> I'm two feet away from her, and I c- literally can't keep my head up. Just You're falling asleep. Dropping, my head's dropping. I'm falling asleep. She's literally talking about how that's a one thing that she hates students doing is falling asleep, and I can't stay awake. Right in front of her.
0: First day of class. First day of class. I'm like, oh, this is not starting off well. So what you're saying is you, yeah, you didn't start off no, well at not at all. Did you end? Did you pass?
1: I passed. Okay, but only with the help of my girlfriend. She
0: did your homework. <laughs> she for didn't you. do
1: my homework, but she was she is an excellent teacher, mm-hmm. and I definitely relied on her to to so learn because that teacher did not teach. One me.
0: rule of starting well: get an awesome girl. Oh gosh. <laughs> right? I guess so. I guess so. Hey, man, we want to talk about starting off discipleship well, unlike Nathan did with his class, Uh but not, um, you know, we always hear it's not how you start, it's how you finish. But I think you'd agree, I think all of our listeners would agree that how you start will help you to finish well also. It it lays the foundation. Yeah. So how do we start well? Because um, in our context, man, we have a lot of leaders who maybe are discipling students for the first time or the first time in a long time. And we just want to help our leaders, any other leaders that are listening, to be like, man, what do I do? How do I start with this person that I barely know? Kind of, you, right? Yeah. So Nathan, what's the first way that we wrote down of how to start well?
1: Yeah, so when someone comes to me asking about starting discipleship, the first thing I would tell them is in the early stages, don't worry about changing their
0: life we're doing quotes yep. if you're Air not quotes. watching it <laughs> yeah that is so good because i think we have a unrealistic expectation yeah. like oh i'm gonna change their life this week
1: we put so much pressure on ourselves thinking that like we have to have the
0: answers to all our life's problems yeah right away yeah 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 like i'm gonna help you get set free from this i'm gonna help you get past this i'm gonna solve this dysfunction or whatever it's like yo you might Get them to text you back this week, (laughs) and that's a win, right? Yeah. So I think we need. That's the very first thing. Don't expect fully you're going to change their life in the first week. Yeah. First
1: month. With that, I think it leads right into our second point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that instead of trying to change their life, just focus on building a relationship with them?
0: Yes. Come on, that's so good. Like, just hang out with them. Yeah. Jesus hung. Just spend time with them. Jesus hung out with his disciples a lot. Yeah. Right. Like. They didn't just go to the temple.
1: Yeah. And having that relationship, building that relationship early on by just spending time with them is what creates a strong foundation for months, weeks, a year down the line when they are going through something hard, you have that relationship as that foundation.
0: Yeah. Now I know that, and this leads to our third point actually really well. Like sometimes it's hard to start or build that relationship because it's like, we barely know each other. It's kind of uncomfortable. Yeah. A little awkward or maybe a lot awkward. Yeah. Right. But I think the third thing of like how to start well is, and I'll just I guess say it like this: like embrace the awkward. Yeah. Like be okay with the awkward, I should say. Mm-hmm. Like obviously we want it, we don't always want it to be awkward, but we want to be okay with at first being. It feeling a little awkward, right?
1: Yeah, I'm like, I feel like I'm one of the most awkward people ever, and I leave so many conversations like trying to shake off the awkwardness, <sighs> literally. Yeah. And I'll leave so many conversations telling my wife Marissa, like, was was I awkward in that situation? Most of the time, she does tell me, like, no, you were fine. But sometimes she's like, yeah, yeah, you were awkward. Yep. But you gotta just embrace it.
0: Again, thank you to your wife. Yeah, your girlfriend of the past, yeah. right, or what else? Me out. You're Former girlfriend, now wife. She really helps you out a lot. But I just think, like, I just want to kind of zone in on this point for a second. I think that so many times, not just the awkwardness, but also just the relationship factor, we disqualify ourselves because, oh, well, that was awkward. Mm. They must not be the right disciple. Yeah. Or, oh, that was awkward. I must not be a good discipler. Mm. Or, oh, that was awkward. I guess we're just not a good fit, right? Like, we think these thoughts, but it's going to be awkward at first and we just need to be okay with that and figure out ways to add and build the relationship and tear down those walls so that it's not awkward eventually. But at first it's going to be awkward and that's okay. Like I just, you know, whenever I've taken students out, like, It can be a little awkward.
1: Yeah. Working through that awkwardness helps build that relationship.
0: Yeah. Like, I feel like
1: when when we first started hanging out, there was some level of awkwardness. Yeah. But now we're great friends. Yeah. Because we worked through that awkwardness.
0: Yeah. And and staying there, like in the tension, Mm -hmm. is is so good. Which number, our fourth kind of thing that we believe will help you start well, and it kind of helps with that awkwardness piece, is being intentional in the church setting. Yeah. So, you know, Wednesday nights, if you serve, you know, in youth or whatever, Sunday mornings, if you see your disciple, not just in youth, but if you're just discipling somebody like use that church setting, that church hour to, um, allow that awkwardness to come down.
1: Yeah. Right. Like, like, and a lot of churches like on Sunday might have like a, a meet and greet time, uh, a time in between worship and the sermon where they're saying, yeah. Hey, Say hi to the, the people around you. Yeah. Wave, you know. You and, know, we all. Every church has to do it. Yeah. It's I like, know during during COVID we might not have as much of that, but even then, like after the service, you yeah. know, just on your way out of the building, simply swinging by the person that you are discipling and say, "Hey, how was your week? How's it yeah. going? It's good to see you." And That's those really little good. moments that you that you do that week after week after week mm-hmm. really build into a big moment of. Like, we have a relationship now.
0: That's huge. And I think, like, a lot of times, and it, I'm just going to, if it's okay, I'm going to jump down to, like, being present. It, yeah. Like, a lot of our points are kind of tied together in this. But, like, like if we're just there, like, I feel like students are waiting to see if you're going to approach them. Yeah, Students are waiting to see if you're going to say anything. And if you don't, they're not going to really say anything to you unless they're just, like, a a different type of student. So like we have to take advantage of that. And I think we have to be willing to see those opportunities and jump on them. If we're really going to build the relationship so that discipleship can prosper, like you're saying. Yeah. So
1: Uh, being present in that church situation. Also, I think there's other ways to be present mm -hmm. and we can get into those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. go ahead. So there's definitely being present and being available just at any point in the day. So if a student texts you, if they call you, um, than just being available in that moment not that like you're on the clock 24/7 but mm-hmm. just being willing to respond to them shows shows them that you are wanting to be involved in their life?
0: Yeah, so starting well, I think, starts with being present. Yeah, Being present when they text you. Being present at the altar, which we're gonna talk about in a second. Being present at church. Being present um, at their games, right? Or at their choir concerts or whatever it is. Like, showing up goes a long way because so many students have had people leave. Yeah. Or had people not stick around. So if we just flip that, to showing up instead of leaving, to being present instead of being absent, it's already going to spark something in them. Like there's something different about this person. It is a little awkward, it is a little weird,
1: but they're there. Yeah. And I, I think those are important enough points that I will call being present. Let's call that point six. Yeah. And showing up, let's call that point seven. Cause I think those are important enough. Them to be their good. own point. Yeah, like, for sure. So if you're if the person you're discipling is involved in something, let's say they're involved in a sport or um, that they, they perform in the band, yeah, show up at those performances and help you, the person you're discipling recognize that you are involved in their life. Yeah,
0: and that you want to be. Yeah, like you're not being made to go here or do that, but like students love it student it means so much to them and they're going to begin to open up their heart for you to begin to have those those moments that you're speaking to them and i think we um like we we expect to have these like super super deep moments yeah right yeah. like at least i've even thought that too and i've even tried to force super deep moments and then it just gets more awkward yeah <laughs> but like and it kind of goes back to point one. Like I said, all these are kind of tied together, but like, don't expect that hanging out, you automatically have to like have a super deep moment. Yeah. Like, laugh with them, hang out with them. There's value just in, with in them. just
1: existing in their space. Yeah. And a part of existing in their space, let's call this point eight, is being willing to be friendly with their friends. Yeah. I think there's a ton of value in getting to know the people that they're friends with because then they're going to be talking about those people. They're going to be talking to those people. Those people are influences on their life. And when you're talking to that person and they say, Oh, Sally and Susie Mm. did, did this Mm. this week. Then you actually know who they're talking about.
0: Yeah. And know them and know what kind of influences they are. Yeah. I mean, you're a voice in that student's lives. Like you need to know the other voices in your students, or I, I don't want to—I don't want to make this just students, but like if you're discipling whoever, yeah, like who are the other voices? Who are their coworkers? Yeah, who right? are they? Right, like it's important to know those things, mm-hmm. and I think that getting in their life, like you said, allows those things to be known.
1: Yeah, and similarly, know who their family members are. Yeah, listen to what they say about their family members.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What do they say about their parents? What do they say about their their brothers or sisters or their kids because that shows you that's a good. lot about how that family dynamic is and discipling someone and helping them grow in Christ is not just like a situation in a vacuum, right? Yeah, 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 it's yeah. all in the context of their relationships, especially with their family.
0: And relationships have so much power in families or in people, I mean, yeah. obviously, which that's how God designed us for relationship. So we need to know those important relationships, those friends, the family, the teammates, the classmates, whatever. Because if we're trying to disciple them, if we're trying to push them forward, if we're trying to help them, well, we need to know the important relationships that are in their life, and we need to begin to get, as much as we can, kind of intermingled into that. Yeah. uh, Because um, we need to be a trusted voice, but we also need to be just a person that, like, yeah, I don't know, like, in their life. Like, that I guess that's what I'm trying to say. As
1: as much as you can, if you have opportunity to meet and talk to their family members, you got to take advantage of that.
0: Yeah, I think, yeah, sorry, we're saying a lot about it, but, like, I mean, I'm sure Jesus knew the families of his disciples. Yeah. I mean, he went in and, what, he healed Peter's mother-in-law, right? Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. like, went into Peter's home. Like, you know, it was not... Jesus and his disciples and then all their families, I believe that they were all kind of interlocked, intermingled together.
1: Yeah. So like even as simply as I got back from summer camp, last summer camp, and I had formed a relationship with a couple students. And so when their mom came to pick them up, I made a point to walk over to the car and say, hey, what's your name? Like really loved having these students at camp with us. It was great. They're awesome students. Just making that little connection... Because it builds off of that.
0: Yeah. And I want to say this, and then we'll go to our last point. Okay. Um, I'm going to give just a shout out to one of our leaders. Her name's Maggie, and uh, she's been just pouring into a student for for a while now. And she has built relationship with not only her friends, but her parents. And now, here's the really cool part. If Maggie is there, her parents let her go. So if it's camp, if it's church, if it's an event, if it's whatever, if they're like, okay, Maggie's there, guess what? you can go
1: because they trust her yes Yes.
0: so anyway that gives you advantage it gives you all of these things so um, actually before we go to our last
1: point I'm going to sneak one in here (laughs) yeah go ahead sneak one in here um, to during services during sermons during um, worship nights Pay attention to their responses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? So pay attention to what are the messages that they stand up for and respond to an altar call. Pay attention to how closely they're paying attention to a certain sermon. Are they on their phone or are they locked in? Yeah. Because that tells you so much about what God is doing in their heart.
0: Yes. Yeah, I think students don't necessarily know how to communicate or articulate those things all the time, right? It's like, hey, what did God do in your life? Um, nothing, you know, but if we can, like you said, pay attention to those cues, even if they don't tell us by, with their mouths, but it's like, we're paying attention to how they respond. We're paying attention to what they're listening to. We're paying attention to what they're not listening to. Then we can begin to, um, figure out. What God is doing in them and what they're responding to, yeah, which it, helps us disciple them. yeah and it, speak into that. It tells
1: you so much about a, a person if they're the first person to stand up during an altar call. Come on, that message must have been huge for them.
0: Yeah, for sure. Last one, this is a really, really big one, okay? It's this: don't get discouraged. I know that sounds kind of vague and maybe sounds like, okay, like duh. but <laughs> like seriously, it's going to be awkward. Don't get discouraged. It's -hmm. going to be slow at first. Don't get discouraged. You're not going to change their whole lives in a week. Don't get discouraged, right? Like, they might not open up to you right away. Don't get discouraged. Um, That's huge. A note that, like, just we have in our notes is, like, don't despise the day of small beginnings. Mm -hmm. Like, you're kind of moving this rock, but eventually it's going to tip over and it's going to go down the mountain and momentum going to come.
1: Yeah, because it's going to be slow. We can guarantee that. Mm-hmm. But over time, you are going to have an impact.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's recap really quick. Is that okay? Yeah, go for it. Okay, recap. The very first one we said in the early stages, don't worry about changing their life immediately, Yep. which sends us to number two.
1: Focus on just building a relationship with them. And spending time with them.
0: Number three, okay, if you don't have a habit of hanging out with them, it might be awkward. Be okay with it being awkward at first. Yeah. Be okay with the awkward. You can okay, just remember next that.
1: one, be intentional during the church setting.
0: Yes. And then pay, this kind of all wraps together, but I'll just say what you already said pay attention to their responses and sermons, messages, all of those things. Yeah.
1: The next one was being present
0: mm-hmm. and Showing up yes. goes a long way. Being present, be present, show up, be willing, and I'll kind of combine these two to know their friends and know their families. Yep. And the very last one don't, don't get, get discouraged. discouraged okay. Love we it. are all in this together. Um, man, thank you so much for listening. But before we end, we have a kind of a fun a segment, yep. new segment, <laughs> new segment, ding ding, ding, ding. Hopefully, we have a sound effect uh, that you. But we have a segment. We are calling it this or that. It's between me and Nathan. I have made up three this or that situations or questions for Nathan that he's going to have to decide between. He's made three up for me. Never
1: seen these before.
0: Yeah, we've never seen these before. We don't even know how this segment's going to go, but I hope that you are still listening and watching because it's going to be awesome.
1: All right, I got the first one. (laughs) Okay, started off well. All right, here's your situation. Okay. Would you rather drive seven hours to summer camp With a bus filled with junior high boys. Oh,
0: that's a good one.
1: Or you're the only leader at a junior high boys (laughs) all-nighter.
0: Oh, oh, drive the seven hours all day. Only leader at an overnight junior high boys thing? Yeah. Mm Mm-mm. No. Okay, okay. I I canceled our all-nighters, and I was not the only leader. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. All right. You okay. got to give me one. All right, here's one. Would you rather have the task okay. Okay, of converting someone from arminianism to calvinism oh. or calvinism to arminianism? Ooh. <laughs> that is so so, I see. That's actually hard
1: because I love that conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Right. I'm gonna say i I would rather convert someone from Armenianism to Calvinism to Calvinism. Yeah. Oh
0: snap! Okay. Why? Okay. Because it's Only- easier. Because it
1: would be. I'm gonna be honest. To some of you guys might take offense to this. I hope you don't. But throughout the years, the past like maybe 10 years, experiences that I've had with Calvinists. Sometimes are a little bit Touchy Intense Intense (laughs) Yeah People who are Arminianists Typically are a little bit more Like Nice Yeah That sounds so bad, but we I'm love sorry. we love
0: everybody though, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you're Calvinist, oh, we love you. If I we, love yeah. my
1: Calvinist friends, dude. We they love got,
0: Arminius, all of it. If you don't know, if you're listening to this podcast, you don't know what Arminius Arminianism is or Calvinism is. Look it up, study here's, it. It's actually a really fun topic. Here's what
1: it is: lots of Calvinists have a very high view of Scripture, and so sometimes it's it's difficult they um, to discuss Scripture yeah. because they have such a high view of it.
0: Yeah, yeah, okay. Next, right, one next, one, next, next one for me. Next one for me. I okay. hope you're enjoying this segment because we thoroughly are.
1: All right. You, <laughs> this is more so for us would, you, would you rather you have to announce the Easter service on Sunday service, like the upcoming Easter service, you have to do it wearing a chicken outfit. <laughs> okay. Or <laughs> all the other pastors got sick on Sunday morning and you find out during the worship set, during service, that you have to preach.
0: Oh, I would rather find out worship set that I'm preaching and have to preach. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nothing you, to lose You, you got some point. sermons in your got, back pocket? I got some sermons. I'll pull one from the archive, and at that point, like, if you do bad, there's nothing to lose. Yep. You know, you're like... You could at least say, hey, I just found out right now I got to preach. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure, for okay. sure. Okay, here's one for you. It's a little little bit away from ministry, but still kind of, would you rather, and I hope you know who these two people are, would you rather <laughs> preach, have to preach? Okay. You have to preach. You have to do the yelling and, and all that, like Stephen Furtick. Oh, okay. Or dress like Michael Todd. It's oh, a problem. I don't know what Michael Todd oh! looks like. Can we get a picture of Michael Todd, please, mm. for this? Okay, I got to find one. We got to put it up on the YouTube um, page really quick. I don't know if I'm going to be able to find anything crazy. Um That would actually be kind of fun to like have a segment
1: where you have to preach like during service, have a segment where you got to preach like a bunch of different people. I mean, this isn't really like it's like flashes up at different times and you got to like change your preaching style. That'd be crazy.
0: Oh, that would be cool.
1: Yeah. Kind of like
0: lip-sync, sing- like singing. here. I mean, he kind of dresses like that, I guess. I mean, it's really not.
1: I mean... Oh, the- I, w- I would dress like him for sure. <laughs> he looks like a baller. It's
0: not even like... This is... He, dre- he dresses some crazy stuff. This isn't one of his crazy things. He looks
1: like a baller in that picture. All right, That's so all I'm saying. so you're picking Mike Todd. Yeah. All right, okay. what's my third one? Next one. Okay. During a co-ed small group Bible study, one of your students starts confessing they have a problem lusting after some of the other girls in the room.
0: Wait, what?
1: One of the guy students okay, 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 in this okay, Bible yeah. study is like, hey guys, I need to confess something. And he oh, just and goes. Those girls are in there. They're in the and room. They're like, I'm listening. Oh. Yup. Okay. Oh. Or you are about to leave on a week long mission trip with a group of 10 students. So it's, it's kind of small 10 okay. students. Two of them just break up right before you leave
0: that's a good one that is way better than mine my last one that is a good one okay so these are both real life uh, yeah, situations yeah. that i've been in so you serious <laughs> i might have been one of the students at this <laughs> so a boy says out loud i'm lusting over these people yeah that are in that, the same w- that wasn't me okay, okay. but i've i've been the and leader in that the, situation the other one yeah is two people just broke up on on a mission trip. yep I'd rather be on the missions trip. Okay, that I would. I do not want to be in the small group. You've been in that situation. We're having a podcast just oh, on gosh. that <laughs> soon. Here's the last one: you have to counsel someone through a hair eating addiction. What? Yeah. Or teach super deep theological doctrine to newborn babies. Oh, I would love to teach the new,
1: the, the deep theological doctrine to the newborn babies. While they're crying. We're going to talk about um, the Trinity. To, and being born to these, again. And being born again, even though they just got born.
0: <laughs> there you go. All right, man. Hey, I hope that y'all enjoyed our podcast today, whether you're watching on YouTube, Spotify, What is the other one? Stitcher. Stitcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Apple uh, podcast, anything like that. If you are enjoying the content, please make sure that you like it, that you subscribe to it. Hit that bell on YouTube so that you get notifications. We are the Disciple Me Now podcast. We cannot wait to see you next Sunday at 1 p.m. when we drop a new one. Thanks, guys. We'll see you later.